Hey everybody, welcome to the Mark Parham Podcast. You can follow me on Spotify by typing in Mark Parham Podcast, or you can follow me on YouTube by just typing in Mark Parham. So, um, you know, I've been looking at this whole, I think it was one of the interviews with uh, Elon Musk in the New York Times, you know, it's the video where he was, uh, I think he was uh, speaking about Bob Iger and he was using curse words and stuff and people were like, oh my God, this is so controversial, this is so edgy. But um, I saw that video and it made me think, like, imagine if, you know, uh, some of the left-wing people that controlled uh, Twitter, imagine if those people still controlled Twitter. Like, and I know that, uh, you know, Twitter's been having you know, a rough time with some of the advertisers and stuff like that. But one of the things that, uh, one of the great things about Elon Musk owning Twitter is that now you can finally get real news and perspectives. Before, you know, there was a lot of videos on, or a lot of uh, tweets and stuff that, you know, were about Joe Biden and how well he was doing and all this other stuff. And then the people who were, you know, the opposing voices on the platform would be shadow banned or kicked off. And uh, I think it was amazing that when he took control of Twitter, he released some of the information that, uh, some of the things that were going on behind the scenes with the Joe Biden administration and he let some of the folks that aren't Joe Biden supporters back on the platform. And I think that's a good thing. Believe it or not, even though, you know, I, I side with the right most of the time when it comes to politics and things like that now. But um, again, if you go on Twitter, you've got a good balance of folks from the left. You've got folks that are from the right, uh, people that support the Democrats, people that don't support uh uh, Democrats. So you got both sides. And uh, I like that. And I, I think that as, as, as Americans or even just uh, people in general, we have to get back to having debate. I mean, you know, having debates and stuff like that. I mean, we can't get to a point where our social media becomes an echo chamber for just ideas you believe in. And so, uh, again, I think you know, even though some of the advertisers have pulled out, uh, Twitter is one of the best um, social media platforms online because you get perspectives from everybody. And you don't just get a perspective or, or get a point of view maybe every month or every few weeks or, you know, every three days, but it's constant. Like, you can update your Twitter feed and just see a, a ton of new stories from around the world. And I think it's amazing. I think... Uh, it's one of the most important apps considering what's going on with, uh, you know, the war and uh, I think, you know, what's going on with Israel and Palestine. Like, just to see the protest and see what Benjamin Netanyahu is talking about and what the Palestinians are talking about, I think it's a good thing. And uh, in the future, we need more social media companies and social media, uh, uh, I would say, people who own social media companies and, you know, people who work for social media companies to allow free speech. I mean, some of these other platforms, if you post something that the folks behind the scenes don't like, they shadow ban you. I mean, even I think it was Instagram, they were taking people's posts and stuff down. And uh, I don't think that's good for democracy. And I know there's some stuff that's on Twitter that Elon Musk doesn't approve of, but you know, he, he seems like a, uh, a free speech guy, even though he won't let Alex Jones back on. Now, I think he should let Alex Jones back on, but, you know, he's a person where he's trying to be a, 
as fair as he can. And so um, I think it's, 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 I think him coming to Twitter, taking control of Twitter was a very good thing for democracy. Because could you imagine Twitter right now under Jack Dorsey and the folks that worked there before? I mean, it would basically be like uh, Joe Biden uh, media outlet or something. So I think it's very uh, good that he's you know standing up to some of these advertisers. And, and if you think about it, I think in the future you're going to have more people, you know, subscribe and you know, pay for different features and stuff like that because just relying on advertisers like a lot of these other social media companies uh, do, I think it's it's the models getting old and tired, and I think you get you put too much power into. Uh, I mean, you give some of these uh, left wing companies too much power. I mean, I think the whole thing with Elon Musk sort of going off the handle at the um, New York uh, Times summit or whatever the hell they were doing but i think you know the the whole back and forth thing with disney and disney saying oh well we don't want our content next to this and our content next to that and it's it's just a mess so i think in the future you're going to have more people that are going to say you know what i'll pay you know some extra money to get some features i normally couldn't get and i'll pay some money to support what i believe in and i think that's going to be the future people you know being on a service and then you know paying for it themselves because I mean, these some of these people that uh, are at you know companies like Disney and I, I can name a whole bunch of other companies. They're basically like their their ideas are warped, and I think there was a news report that came out where they were saying people were you know getting tired of Disney, and I don't I don't blame them. I mean, you look at some of the content that's coming out and some of these ideas where they're trying to force people to believe in certain things that's not the american way and i I don't think that ever works it works out in the long run and so i'm very happy to see people standing up whether it's in big tech whether it's in politics podcast i mean i think another thing they're going to try to do in the future is uh i think they're going to try i mean i might sound like you know i'm going off the deep end but they're probably in the future going to make technology where they can uh, censor podcasts and uh, I think that's gonna you know I think that's gonna come around the corner I think that you know some companies probably creating that right now where you know if a podcaster where they can scan a podcast and basically decide well this person was talking about this so you know let's censor this or something so they're gonna come up with a way to try to censor uh, podcasts I think that's the next thing because again a lot of these fresh ideas are in the, these new fresh ideas and a lot of this free speech is coming out on um, you know podcast platforms. I mean, if you look at a lot of uh, people, I would say that vote Republican, podcasts have been very crucial. I mean, there are podcasts where you can sit down, you can put it on video, you can speak out, you can sort of speak your mind, and you don't have to worry about so much censorship. And uh, I think that some company is going to come out with a way where they can scan a podcast and then censor certain words. I think that's coming around the corner and uh, people just need to keep speaking out, keep creating new platforms, uh, you know, let your voice be heard. Because, uh, again, if we lose free speech in this country, we lose everything. You look at Canada, I mean, they're creating 
laws and stuff where you know they're trying to you know censor stuff on the internet or even Europe censor stuff on the internet or you can get uh, fined for not registering with the government or you can't say certain things and it's we don't want to we don't want America to get to that point if that happens then we lose America the beautiful thing about this country is that you can you know go to a microphone you can record yourself and pretty much say what you want as long as it's not I guess uh, harmful or whatever I guess but pretty much we have uh, pretty you know pretty high standard when it comes to free speech and so uh I, I, I want more people to speak out and I'm happy that a lot of uh, Republicans or just people in general are finally voicing their opinions and we have the technology to do that. I'm happy that we have Rumble. I'm happy that we have Odyssey. I'm happy that we have BitChute. Like all of these websites are very crucial in uh, shaping our uh, future democracy. Uh, if you remember before that, it was Facebook and a lot of uh, companies that were left-leaning companies. And uh, now I think, little by little, you're getting more of a balance. I mean, if you don't use Twitter, you can use Getter. If you don't use uh, Facebook, you can use uh, Noster. There's all different uh, protocols and platforms and you know things that people are creating. And so I think it's a very uh, good time for information. And uh, again... I know I'm rambling, I'm all over the place like I am sometimes, but please create a podcast, speak out. All it takes is a voice recorder. You don't even have to get a fancy microphone. Just grab a voice recorder, grab your iPhone, and just uh, speak out. Believe it or not, people will listen to you. You might become the next uh, big thing. You might become the next Joe Rogan. You might inspire a whole generation. You never know. So, again, you hear this, create a podcast, keep speaking out, and then also... uh, Look for my podcast, look out for some of my content, and um, have a good day. Thank you.